0: Hello everybody and welcome back to this podcast journal I wanted to do an episode on impermanence uh, and the reason is is that i've in the last couple of weeks I've undergone some pretty significant transitions and I thought it would be important for me to take some time to journal a little bit about them and my reflections Impermanence is one of the three Dharma seals um, along with uh, no self and uh nirvana and i uh wanted to i wanted to talk about impermanence because um i've had to uh let some long standing things uh release them not hold on to them not cling on to them for various reasons um and one of them actually i did relatively recently, so I'm a meditation teacher in a small city in Southern Alberta, or have been, I started in 2020 at Nika Yuko Japanese Garden teaching meditation during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. And um, I uh, also taught there in the, the summer of 2021 and 2022. And the first summer that I I did the meditation classes, it was actually really, really good. Um lots of people came out and uh it was it was very successful and it was I fostered a great relationship with, with the garden and uh it seemed like it was on track to be a, a hit down the road. And twenty twenty-one came around um and the world started to open up a little bit. And some of the mandates had been dropped. One of the things that happened during the summer of 2021 is um, I it, it was a very different circumstance from 2020. It really, uh, interest in the meditation program at the garden had really fallen off. And uh, there's probably a few different reasons for that. One of it is, you know, one of it was, you know, everything was opening back up, and so people were eager to kind of, where the summer before they didn't really, uh, they weren't able to go a lot of places and do a lot of things, during, uh, during their summer, you know, going to the garden and taking meditation class was a, was a bit of a respite where, that you know wasn't necessarily the case in 2021, and so. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a rough summer teaching in twenty twenty one. I wasn't sure where I was, whether I was going to come back for the summer of twenty twenty two, but I did. I came back to the garden to teach in twenty twenty two, and it was a little bit better than than twenty twenty one, but it still wasn't quite as good. And uh, by that time, the garden had kind of the, the while they were still doing, you know, they were still being the the support for it. They weren't really as invested as as they were. Um, in the two summers before, and I think it was because it just it kind of fell off, and um, I think they were also going in a bit of a different direction in terms of their their programming. Um, there were some noticeable differences in that third summer about sort of how they were doing things in in general, and so um, in terms of their programming, and so I was I was faced with a decision: do I try it again in twenty twenty three or not? And, you know, living a little bit ways away from Niku Yuko Japanese Garden um, in the city of Lethbridge, Alberta, you know, I I had to recognize that I think that the time had had come and gone for this class in terms of what I was doing at Niko Yuko. Um, if I had, was living there and was able to devote a, you know, a more regular practice than just one weekend a month to meditation, that it would probably work out well. I teach in the city of Edmonton and, um, you know, I'm just finishing up my fourth sold out class uh, of meditation in the city of Edmonton. And it's because I was able to offer, you know, six or eight consecutive classes over the course of, you know, two months um, that, you know, people sort of got invested in the process and that and that really wasn't the case down in in lethbridge it was sort of a hit and miss and you know figure out the weekends i could come down and and trying to figure out the consistency and that sort of thing and uh yeah so i made the decision and realized you know i think the time had passed for me to to be doing the meditation classes classes down in lethbridge i had a i had a pretty good run uh, but it was time to to uh, to let that go on to somebody else. And to me, uh, it's a it's a lesson in impermanence because you know it's it's kind of sad because I actually yeah when I first got those meditation classes so I was able to teach in 2020 and I had the really the full throated support of of the garden behind me. Um, it was a bit of a breakout moment for me. Uh, I you know I had an opportunity to really uh teach at the garden and I got, you know, the Lethbridge Herald which is the the city's primary newspaper. They did a front page cover story of me teaching meditation at Nika Yuko in 2020. So it looked like this was something that was really going to, you know, take off and it was going to be an important part but uh you know, it uh of my life but it it kind of it kind of died out at least down in Lethbridge. And so I think it's uh it's you know I need to let it go and I'm going through that practice and and some other folks are um also you know working on and and letting it go and me not being there. Um there may be some new teachers actually this year for meditation in the garden but uh it uh, it won't be me. So um so it's a good it's a good exercise to realize not everything not everything lasts forever. Nothing lasts forever. That um, it's and it's it's good to recognize the you know the beauty and excitement of something in its time, and the connection to you know to people in their time, but you know as as things go on, the world changes and the causes and conditions of everything changes, and things come and things go, and that's just the nature. It's the nature of everything. It's the nature of reality. It's the nature of the world. It's the nature of our life. You know, um, and so this was a this was an exercise for me. So and it but it also, you know, in this impermanence, it it opens up some other doors. As I mentioned, this last fall, I started teaching uh, in Edmonton and uh, it's been an extremely successful process. Um, and um, lots of people come out to practice and it's it's been very good. But you know one day i I keep in mind one day that's also gonna depart uh from my life one day that's going to uh no longer be the case you know and so this is it's uh, you know it's recognizing that things for everything there is a season right um the great the the biblical quote that they they offer at uh funerals in in christian churches often for everything there is a season a time to sow and a time to reap etc etc um that's that's a it's discussing impermanence um nothing stays the same everything changes and everything will you know everything that is will not be in its form that it's in one day and from moment to moment it's not the same so i wanted to take a time and You know, and do an entry into this and just really uh, to get into that a little bit, that reality. And see that, you know, it's not just about death. It's not just about, you know, losing material possessions. It's also losing about different phases of our life. Phases of our life come, phases of our life go. And this uh, meditation class at Nikoyuko Japanese Garden was a, for me, it was a a groundbreaking phase in my life. It really was an important piece um, for me to further my meditation practice and and my teaching. It was the first time I really ever had any tremendous success, especially that first summer that I was teaching in 2021. I probably had, you know, if you counted, I probably had 75, 80 people come out to the various classes that I taught. Um, my largest class ever in teaching meditation was that, that summer. And it was, uh, nearly 20 people that had come out to one particular session, which in a city of a hundred thousand people, that's pretty, that's pretty decent. So, but you know, it changed and the causes and conditions have moved on and, uh, it's time for me to let that go and see what transforms and transpires down the road. So I wanted to do the, an episode about that.